lovely people. Thanks for listening, and remember, I want you here. Today, I'm going to be reading this paper I wrote about someone in my life, but for the purpose of them, I'm going to leave uh, that person undefined. It might be a girl, it might be a boy, we never know. I'm going to give this person a fake name. Let's call them Bob. It's going to sound really weird with the name Bob, but here we go. Here's a scenario. You're sitting in a classroom, except the chairs are a lot smaller, sinks a lot lower, and the room's a lot more lively. It smells of crayons and chocolate milk, and the alphabet is strong like pictures, like A for apple, B for banana, and so on. Still lost? You're in kindergarten. I said that really bad, let's retry that. You're in kindergarten. Your homework consists of coloring and writing your name in simple addition, all that good stuff. You come home and your mom's proud of you. She hangs your picture on the fridge and it makes you feel good. But what you don't yet know is that your little brain is secretly absorbing all the things you cannot hang on the fridge. Things that are far more valuable than any material to exist on this earth. Things like kindness, sharing, friends, laughter, all the simple things in life we tend to forget about. I truly believe everything I need to know in life I already learned in kindergarten, and now I think you're assuming that my paper is going to be about a teacher I had, or a little friend I made, or a moment that at that age defined me, but you're wrong. I have decided to write my paper about one of my friends, and his name is Bob. So he's this guy, right? And during a conversation, he once mentioned to me something about how simple he is. He said it in a way of confusion. He mentioned it as if it were a bad thing, and I think if I could go back to that moment with Bob, (laughs) I'm sorry, I would have stopped him in his tracks and told him exactly why it's a lovely thing to be simple. It's quite a beautiful thing, actually. Now, of course, I am no longer in kindergarten, and sadly, my innocence and imagination is a bit more tainted and broken than it was at that age. But there's a lot you can learn by looking back at the simple things, by doing the simple things. And I kind of forgot all about that until I became friends with Bob. Now, to narrow down the rules, I've selected four that I think in kindergarten were pretty valuable. One, share everything. Two, put things back where they belong. Three, sing lots of songs. And four, watch out for traffic, hold hands, stick together. Share everything. Sharing can be hard at that age. I specifically remember this Barbie that my teacher had. She was blonde. She had on a cute pink jumper with these little buttons and all us girls would fight over her. That's when we learned to share. That's when we learned what sharing means and how other people feel when we share with them. How we feel when we share with others. It feels good. Now again, I'm 20, so my sharing is no longer compatible to Barbies and crayons and coloring books, but more so to who I am. I don't like sharing who I am. Not with a lot of people, at least, because in my opinion, I don't think anyone raves over me like that Barbie doll. What I'm trying to say is that I never thought I could be something worthy like that, something everyone liked, something unforgettable like the Barbie. But I was wrong. I am that Barbie. I am that Barbie to the people that matter. There are indeed people who look forward to seeing me just as much as I craved that Barbie when that recess bell rang. Sharing is hard, especially when you're not the Barbie at all. Especially when you feel forgotten or essentially buried at the bottom of the toy chest. 
but just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean you're stuck with a label like that, or just because people make you feel a certain way doesn't mean they're allowed to label you like that. It doesn't mean that's who you are. You never find out how special you are until you share it with others. It's not easy all the time. It's not easy to be authentic and raw when you believe that part of you is messed up or wrong. But I was wrong, and I learned that from Bob. <laughs> I learned that the more I share, the easier it becomes, the better it feels. It's not always something I want to do, but it's an easy thing to do. It's a simple thing to do, and I think people should do a lot more of that thing. Sharing. Put things back where they belong. It's a simple concept, an easy one, but the older we get, the more I think we tend to forget about it. Now, I'm not talking about toys or even at my age, dishes and laundry. I'm referring to places. This one was hard for me, but it was very humbling. Where do I belong? I'd often ask myself, am I where I'm supposed to be? Well, I wasn't. I was kind of like that lonely sock that gets stuck in the dryer to be found weeks later in hopes of being reunited with its pair. This one refers to my faith. I, like the sock, was lost. I was lost for a long time, actually. But what I had yet to realize was all I needed was someone to find me, put me back in my place, and remind me where I belong. When I was struggling, Bob told me he prayed for me. That was the first step in finding the little nook I was searching for. Then one time, he actually prayed with me, and I felt a sense of belonging. Then he asked me to go to church with him, and I did. And just like that lost sock, I felt like I had found my other half. I felt full that day, like the little puzzle piece was finally locked in and I was ready to be displayed. I didn't realize how much I needed God and prayer and that feeling of peace. I felt whole. I didn't realize how much I belonged there in that church and with that priest. I kind of wanted to cry in that moment, to be honest, because for the first time I felt like someone was guiding me in the right direction for the right reasons. Someone was putting me back where I belonged but in a selfless and caring sense. Very thankful for that guidance because I feel like I'm finally finding my place. I'm finally being put back where I belong. Sing lots of songs. When you're little, you sing lots of songs, mostly ones that teach you a lesson, like the alphabet or the cleanup song, or the one like head, shoulders, knees, and toes. It's a fun way to teach kids things without them even knowing they're learning. And Bob, he sings a lot, and I like it. Sometimes he sings just to sing, but other times he plays songs with meaning. Songs that, once you understand why they were written, open up your eyes to a world of new meaning. Music is a simple thing that I think a lot of people take for granted. Sometimes when Bob shows me a song or plays me a song, it reminds me of how powerful yet how beautiful words can be. It shows me how the things we say affect those around us, how the things we say about ourselves affect us, and in my case, they often were degrading. Something as simple as music has taught me that the things you say matter, and you should never be afraid to speak up or say how you feel, because you never know how that can impact someone. Bob's fondness for music and words has helped me to open this little box I have in my heart. The box is full of good things, good words, and memories. Things that remind me of how precious it is to be alive. Things that make a broken soul glimmer again. Simple things that would have been locked in that box if it weren't for Bob's simple liking for music. Watch out for traffic, hold hands, and stick together. When you're little, you never cross the street alone. But the older you get, the more reliant you are to do it by yourself. And this is the one thing that gets me when it comes to Bob. 
gets me because in the past, my life had heavy traffic, fast traffic, never-ending traffic, and it seemed as though when my life got hard and the traffic got heavier, I was often left on that sidewalk to cross alone because I was in theory expected to be capable, and I really wasn't. No one wants to cross the street with you if you're not heading where they want to go, or if it's out of their way. And that's where Bob comes in. He is always willing to cross the street with me, even if, if the sole purpose is to get me to a better place. Even if that crossing has nothing to do with where he wants to go, or where he needs to be. He never fails to be selfless and stand with me on that street, and that's why he means a lot to me, because he's not a part-time friend. He doesn't run away when things get scary for me, and people left, but never Bob. I know that if I need him, he will be there. He is reliable, accountable, and I know he will be those things, always, even if it's hard, even if it's not something he wants to do. I know if I need him, he will be there to cross my streets with me. I know because I have witnessed him do it before. If I was with him right now, I think I would thank him. Thank him for being simple. I would tell him that being simple is everything a good person needs to be because people like that have grand character. People like that have all the tools to be successful in life. Before I end, before I end, I'd like to paint a picture. So here it is. Here's the scenario. You're sitting in an apartment, except the chair's a lot bigger, the sink's a lot higher, and the room's a lot more messy. It smells of candles and Domino's pizza, and your smile's hung and glowing like pretty rows of string lights. You're in college, and your homework consists of bio labs and written papers like these. You come home one night, and your mom's proud of you. She says, you look good. She says, you look happy. So she snaps a picture of you, and she hangs it on the fridge. Little does your mother know that the things that got you to that moment, to that happiness, cannot be hung on the fridge because they're not things. They're people. His name is Bob. Not really, but really and he's simple. And little does he know, everything we need to know in life are things we already grasp in the pockets of our hearts. Little does he know, by being like that, simple, he has the power to teach someone like me so much. More of a story, he's a simple guy who likes simple things, but sometimes all it takes is a person like that to remind, a, remind us why that is so lovely, why that is so beautiful. Why being simple is so much more than most people deem it to be. Why it's something so important. Why it's something we should be reminded of. Why it's something we should never forget. Like ever. And I've come to find that lately I've discovered lots of people in my lives that have made me feel so blessed. And I hope that maybe someday he'll listen to this. Or maybe I should just give it to him. But... I don't really like giving people the words I write about them. Um, people in my life have tended to make me feel very emotional lately. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I've been crying a long time. But I have a lot to be thankful for because people like Bob have really helped me realize who I am. And that who I am is not what other people say I am. It's who I am. So for today, sorry, that is my timer for my laundry. But anyways, today I would like you to go out of your way to call someone or text someone. Someone simple. Someone who doesn't really think they have an impact on you, but they do. 
and I want you to tell them why they are so impacting on your life and why they're so meaningful. Trust me, they will be thankful for that and it will mean a lot to them. So, today on the podcast goes out to all the people in life who are simple because you people are beautiful and I like people like that. Thanks for listening and remember, I want you here.